Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. May your Holy Spirit open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This is one of those gospel passages where I think the message that Jesus is trying to get across to us uh, is pretty explicit and pretty self-explanatory because people come to Jesus with this, uh, this question, you know, about reporting that the Galileans' blood is mixed with the sacrifice, and Jesus goes on uh, to give those examples to say, well, do you think they were worst offenders? And what the message is, over and over again, is, but don't worry about them. You repent. You know, there, there's a, a change of focus that Jesus is trying to get us to, to understand that we don't need to, to worry about anybody else. And we don't need to worry about somebody else's punishment being worse or what's going on with them. Um, quite honestly, Jesus would say we've got enough uh, to worry about taking care of ourselves without having to worry about somebody else's uh, sins. Because the reality, Jesus says, well, unless we repent, unless we turn to the Lord to receive his forgiveness, uh, then we've got our own problem. And it's important to note that Jesus does not say, oh, well, sin's okay, don't worry about it. That's not what he says. And he doesn't say, oh, uh, no, sin isn't too bad. Um, we have images of sin leading to death. And he doesn't say, well, no, that's not the case. We know sin leads to death. But what he does say is you turn. You take a look at yourself and receive what Jesus has done so that you might live, so that this might not be what we experience. But it's so much easier and so much more fun uh, to think of all the ways that our neighbors need to repent, those heathens, that we can rightly see all of their flaws. But we don't necessarily want to take that same look inside of ourselves. And we do this funny trick that we, we don't like to admit that we do, that when we look at other people, we clearly see their flaws, and we say, we know this is right and that is wrong, and this is all the ways that they're messing up. We're really good at articulating the letter of the law as we look at somebody else's life. But when we look at our own life, I know we don't want to admit it, so I'll just talk about myself and you don't have to be in this conversation. Uh, I, I like to say, oh yeah, but when I look at myself, you don't understand. Here's the situation. And I always have some mitigating circumstance that should be considered on my behalf to mitigate my action. But it's just funny how none of that charity ever emerges towards somebody else. 
Their sin is the letter of the law, and I have mitigating circumstances that should be considered. And uh, maybe you've done those mental gymnastics uh, as well in, in your own life, but what Jesus says is, forget all that. <laughs> Just take an honest look at yourself and then come and receive my love and my mercy, my forgiveness, my grace. Because when we do repent, what we find is the forgiving, loving arms of Christ open to us. And so in repenting, we don't need to be scared about repenting. We don't need to be scared about our faults and our failures. We just need to honestly bring them to the one that, uh, I'll let you in on a secret, he already knows anyway. Even before we've repented, it's not like he's shocked for us to come and confess something that he's known before we've even figured it out. So we can't shock God. But let us return. Let us take the time to figure out where we are standing. Where does the Holy Spirit in our life need to change and transform us in the days ahead? And I'm sure the Spirit will have enough work for us to do on our own that we can trust that it's the Holy Spirit's responsibility to show your neighbor. They don't need you or me to be their judge. They just need to honestly come before God and let the Holy Spirit deal with them. And so it's kind of freeing to know that we don't have to be the judge of the whole world. God can handle that and our responsibility is to love God with our whole being, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and when the Holy Spirit convicts us of those areas that are in need of change and transformation, uh, with joy and gratitude we lay them down at the feet of Jesus and allow the Spirit to work in our lives so that we might better uh, carry the image of Christ to the whole world. Let us pray. Most loving and gracious Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day, for this time to gather together, and for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Christ we have forgiveness of sins, and we pray that your Holy Spirit would open the eyes of our hearts, that we might see those areas in need of transformation and turn to you. For you are the healer, you are the restorer. When we return to you in repentance, may we receive your love, your mercy, and your grace. And may we carry forth your love to those whom we encounter each day. And we ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.